the sand and walk in the whole court truth Gonna splash the contrast Cause this thing illegal opinions podcast Welcome back, y'all. Back, back again. We in the building. Episode 78. 78, yeah. goddammit. Um, welcome to the Legal Opinions Podcast, the last place for real talk. Listen with an open mind to leave mad. The choice is yours. I am your host, Sam Ridley, in the building. Sam, you get on my last nerve. And as usual, here with my man, 100 Grand, Marcus Palmer. What's good with your fam? Right. I'm good, man. I, uh... I'm good. I'm good. I had uh you know the bad part about like you know uh borrowing somebody else's shit is when it breaks when you're using it the way it's supposed to be used oh you you fucked up what you how I, big- no 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 <laughs> i didn't i didn't i didn't fuck up so i'm i'm i, I borrowed a, a lawnmower uh today because my grass is out of control because i was out of town for a little bit so I don't want, you know, the HOA to put that lean on my crib. So mm-hmm. let me cut this grass. And I'm cutting the grass, dog. And I get through like three quarters of the front yard. I hit the side. And this bitch just stops working. Oh. You got to buy a lawnmower? <laughs> a whole yeah. lawnmower? I might have to buy a whole lawnmower for some other motherfucker. And then and the funny part about it is, you know, when they... You know when they know what it already does. So homeboy comes over and he's and he's like, "Yo, what's up with the yard, man? Like you ain't fit." I'm like, "Nah, man. Like the shit just kind of like, you know, it crapped out on me." He's like, "Oh, what? It wouldn't start. It wouldn't start back up." That's suspect, bro. <laughs> That's real like, suspect. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So you already know. I ain't even told you what was wrong yet. You got set up for the okie doke. How easy shit. was it? To, how easy was it to get the lawnmower? Was it like, yeah, yeah, take it over there? Uh yeah, like it's 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 a lot more I've used before. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, I was they, like, they text right. three people when you left. Like, yo, I'm about to come up, dog. They come up, <laughs> they, come, they come up over here and get this motherfucker out of my yard. It might need some simple shit. I don't know, but I don't yeah, know. That, I, I think not, you got. If it's just the way you explained it, you got set up. Uh, maybe I'm not. I'm not buying somebody a lawnmower though. Nah, bro. But you broke it. I didn't break it. I was using it. I was, there's, no, there's no operator air full of gas oil was g- great cut the whole half of my fucking front, front yard fine i go to the back now all of a sudden that shit get to stuttering you a mechanic was that a bad joe song was that joe song that stuttering song that was not a good song i can tell you're lying because when you're replying stutter stutter yeah I don't like that. Yeah, and then uh, mystical came through yeah, a screen i ain't like it. that i ain't like that yeah why not that was him trying to get the pop club thing going. Look, good, uh, sure, you try. Like, not all tries are good tries. Like, that man, that's just slap. Cause there are bad tries. Because you're ticking me off. Okay, you slap so much. You're ticking me off. Nigga, when was the last time you even heard that song? When last time you heard a dude be like, you know what, girl? You know what? you ticking me off, yo. Yeah, you ticking me off. stuttering and shit. No. But because she no. was lying, though. See, you you just don't you don't understand, man. I don't. You don't, don't. get it. You don't get it. Man, at, that was when, like, Joe, Avant, certain cats could do no wrong back then. Nigga, I'm not getting to the shit with you and Avant. What? What's wrong with Avant? You ain't like Avant? The nigga Avant. Nigga, that was, our, that was the first time you called me a hater. Because I'm like, I ain't really feeling Avant. Man, nigga, you a hater. I don't like 
can can we talk about the fact that you remember the first time I called you a hater? Like, how long? Well, I, I, I took offense to it because I'm like, why? Why am I a hater? Because I don't like Avant. The nigga has like three songs people care about. It's not hating. It's just, it's just where's Avant at now? Avant is a, is a used Avant is somewhere selling used Galants somewhere right now in an old Mitsubishi dealership somewhere in fucking Toledo or some shit. Nobody give a fuck about Avant. Avant is still on tour. Let, let me tell you how I know people don't don't really give a fuck about Avant. It's because when Avant, when I talk to women around my city, right, and they're like, "Oh, Avant was downtown again." Like, okay, Avant was fucking kicking around this motherfucker. This nigga ain't got nothing to do. I I just uh Googled Avant and he got tour dates. Where they? What are they? The '90s Kickback None concert. Of, oh yeah, then, yeah. Oh yeah, the '90s Kickback. Where's that? Wh- which one? <laughs> is dates bruh dates De- oh no no locations i ain't open the link i don't want him yeah, to think i care ain't even getting brought out to like you know how they bring out the the acts the essence festival like them avon ain't going to essence avon ain't been going to the foot wash in alabama if you know you know about the foot wash that's a different thing we'll talk about that another time um and actually google the foot wash if you're listening to this and then when we have the conversation about it you'll be privy um I remember there was a long time that Tank was down here all the time. Like every time you looked up, Tank was in Mobile. And I'm like, why is Tank down here? The this King. is when Tank wasn't making any music. This is before he came out with When We and started like revitalizing his career. Bro, you got to put that down. This one is Greensboro, North Carolina. Put that, nope, put that nope. case down, please. No, put the case lower because I can see your ID, nigga. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the kickback tour. The, yes. the lineup is Jagged Edge, Avant. Genuine, oh, yes. yeah. H Town, okay. Adina Howard, H Town. <laughs> <laughs> they got two songs too. Shit, you. Uh, everybody gonna be on stage for one song, dog. Yes, uh, yes, yes, for uh, sure. That's gonna be a quick. That's, that concert gonna be about an hour and a half. Ten and, people and Michelle. Ten people, hour and a half. Right. Genuine got some smashes. Genuine's the headliner. I would guarantee it. But according to this, Jagged Edges. I don't and know. All of these songs sound exactly the same to me. Every single I gotta be the one you get yeah. married. <laughs> like yeah. all of them is exactly the same. So yeah, uh, and and the ticket's only forty five dollars. Damn. Right in front of the stage is eighty five. Like right. That's in probably front- <laughs> like a. They probably gonna spread it out over a weekend. Like okay, you can get you can get twenty five minutes on Friday. We can give you like forty minutes on Saturday, and Sunday it's just gonna be jagged edge. You can get about. 28 minutes that day i mean but check it out like if you was that big back then like all of them were like major artists in the major 90s. So, major major right like t- not taking nothing away from them. i know we just talking our shit right now yeah at it 2021 22 you can still just go do your shit you know they ain't had to revert back to no day job and it's what you love so yeah you might be doing it on a lesser scale but ain't right. it like reunions now you link back up in greensboro north carolina with je and it's like man how y'all been bruh you know I mean, that's cool because at, back then it was competition, but right now it's like, okay, we all on the same level now. We all just trying to make it. That's it. And it there's a reason why Drew Hill isn't on that lineup because <laughs> Drew Hill, like, we need half of everything. Like, whatever we make, yeah, we need Drew, half. Oh, now, now, look, I got to see Drew Hill shows. Oh, he does go. anything go pop up? Drew Hill, 2021. You know the old school in. summer jam, oh, August no. 19th, nigga. Yep. Oh no. Where's yep. that? 
Well, this particular one that I'm looking up uh, yeah. is Augusta, in New Georgia. York. No, this is in New York, actually. Oh, word? And the lineup is Drew Hill, mm-hmm. Genuine. Genuine getting his bread. He's he going to get to that bag. <laughs> hey, yo, he married so late and she had like six kids. So he know, you know, he got to get. That shit must have been ridiculous. Uh, I remember I the only the only thing I remember from Soleil on that song, it wasn't me, and she was like, "It ain't wetter than mine." And okay. then the song just rolled out, and I guess it, shit must have been true. Goddamn. I mean, yeah, but genuine all the bitches, and then got married. Drew Hill, Genu- genuine Montel Jordan. Oh God. Q. Who is Q? Q was a. He's actually Q was actually from Mobile. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Q's from around here. Um, I can't remember his song, and I know we can't play it here. Um, but if I if I played his song, you would know who, who I know he was. It. All right, yeah, and you, then, you would and definitely know it. Right behind that is RL. Not next, just oh, RL. Oh no, what? Yeah, solo just, act, just RL. Yeah, no Deborah Cox, no none of them other butter love niggas, just RL. I'll I find think, the Q, I'll find Q in a minute because I know it, he had a song. I know yeah, he it, had. I know it was, like, it was a summertime song. It was a summertime song. I can't remember what the fuck it was called though. Dang, I wish I remember what it was called. But, and hey. it was hard. It was hard. It was hard. He was, he, you know, he he was with the time. He was a uh, light skinned dude, braids, had the little Q necklace on there, goatee. I was I, mean, I wish I remember that song, but it, it was a hard like a, song, like a nineties Jacquees or some shit. Yes, he was. So okay. you know, with you know, not as many songs. Oh, okay, just one or two, you know. But yeah, them concerts. concerts. You know what? I feel like you get a better concert from those artists now than when they was hot. Like, yes, you're gonna get fat, genuine, and fat Avant because I seen Avant. Avant gained some weight, so he was eating good. That's great. But now I feel like they want to show they still got it. So they do too much. Like I bet you, genuine tried spam, and genuine got plump. Oh, yeah. ain't, ain't no room in them jeans, nigga. Like he didn't got a little <laughs> big, so I'm pretty sure uh, he gonna go up there. And he better not try and dance. You know he's gonna have to. <laughs> you I see he, you with your friends. Yo, he got songs he can't even do no more. I I, I was about when I was on that long ass road trip we talked about. Yeah, I started listening to old school music and I just cut on a genuine album. And mm-hmm. the second song on one of his albums, he come out singing "Hit Me on My Two Way." Yeah. You can't do that no more. No more. No more. Uh, well, is that a genuine song? No I more? guess he. I don't know. I guess um, he can do it. No, that's a uh, rough. Rough. You talking about rough ends? Yes, bro. That no. Okay. Things, that was the shit. Yeah. That was. Yep. I, I don't think I, they had. No, I think they had two. It was that one and um, like I'm wishing that I could read your mind or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rough ends. Uh, how mad are they that they didn't get the call to the backyard? bowl or backyard the backyard again. <laughs> whatever it's called <laughs> uh i mean i'm not looking them up because i guarantee they might be on tour somewhere i mean Maybe. who knows you know what i'm saying knows, like the, the people people might love them in guam <laughs> hey when i went to croatia dog they were still listening to big and pop like it just came out and oh yeah it but because of that other countries think that's what we're doing now you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's yeah, it's just weird. Why I mean, we on music? In some though, places it's 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 two thousand and you know nine, and and they'll never come out of it. Yeah, depending on the state of the country, they still got Zenith TVs and shit. Uh, rest in peace, Biz Marquis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that happened last week, uh, almost like right after we recorded. I want to say, yeah. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace, sir. Uh, you have a legendary song. That is true. That is true. 
I don't think you meant to do it. If, I mean, if we be, <laughs> it does sound like an accident. It sounds like he was in the studio, kind of just kicking it. Yeah, yeah. And then I, they put and, it out, and it came. You know, and I know we've deal. talked about this before. If it's an artist that was important to you for whatever reason, you are entitled to feel how you feel. Yes. However, and it's just me. Yeah. I saw cats going in like three, four posts in a day, like the same way if not more than when like DMX passed right? and when other big artists passed, they have catalogs. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. You just a friend is massive. Absolutely massive. Yeah, You play that right now in the club. It's, it's going off. It's still going off. It's, it's just, I don't know, man. I was kind of like, why is he getting that same reaction as, and, and I think what it is, like when I thought about it, mm. All of us are are getting a little older, and these are people we like grew up to. Yeah. So, seeing any of them pass is like seeing an f- old friend pass, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, man, just knowing they out there in the world and okay, and they contributed to some fun part of our upbringing. Okay. Um, but I think it's also become trendy to mourn, right? Like, um. There are people that I went to, I went to high school with that I was cool with in high school. And I also haven't talked to them in, you know, 20 years. And they've passed away through however means they passed away. And I've been like, oh, that's, you know, it's that's too bad. You know, sucks for that guy. And of course, for, you know, family, friends, everything. I don't feel the need to run the social media and express that. Somebody I haven't talked to in 20 years has passed away. Um, I, I, there's a guy that, um, I was cool with, um, in high school and he's in jail now for, I won't say what he did, but it was pretty bad. Um, in jail for like, you know, he got two life sentences and now, yeah. And now I see people on socials like, Hey man, let, let my man out free so-and-so. And And I'm like, do you know what that nigga did to be in jail? (laughs) Like you know, yeah. that nigga can't just. I mean, no Two life sentences. That ain't no. That ain't nothing to. No, no. He had to so, have done but, something. But people mourning, it has become like the thing. It became. It's, it's like a trend. Um, I remember me and a cousin of mine got into an argument because, oh, uh, uh, Bobby, whatever her, I don't know. Bobby Houston died. Uh, Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston's daughter died. And she was all over the place on social media about, oh, this is so sad. I'm so sad and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you ain't never gave a fuck about Bobby Houston or Bobby, yeah. whatever, Bobby, Brown Bobby Houston, Christina. whatever. Bobby Christina, right? Like you never cared. You never cared about her. Like you've never said a word about this person. But then yeah. it became trendy online to mourn. So let me pile on the mourning. This is why I tell you, like, this is when I'm not, when I say I don't ride waves. That's what I mean. I don't ride waves like that. All right, let me let me ask you about one that that passed, and this is going to be highly controversial to anybody that lives in L.A. I already know. Mm-hmm. Nipsey Hussle. Okay. Um, I was sitting watching an episode of Family Guy with my mm-hmm. oldest, and it was one I hadn't seen. I'm on my phone. Family Guy is kind of some shit to have on in the background now. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, I can't remember what character said it, but somebody brought up Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, it was probably Stewie. And he was like, you mean that uh, rapper that we were suddenly told to care about and mourn? 
Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's fucked up in my head, right? Right. My son was like, that's how I felt. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Sam, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, I'm just saying, like, you know, I listen to his music now and I like some of it, but I didn't know who he was, but all of my friends was like, rest in peace, Nip. Yeah. All of a sudden. Um, right. is does he fall in that category for you? Uh yeah. I mean, I know people that it's just like I said, I see people online. And even though people think they're being camouflaged online, like we all know who you are. Um, now, whether or not we decide to bandwagon with you, then that's another thing. But I saw, I've seen people on, on my timeline and, you know, they're doing the whole, uh, you know, they were doing the whole RIP Nipsey thing. And I, and I know these people never heard Marathon. Not only did they never hear Marathon, they never heard any of his other shit. And now all of a sudden it's, you know, um, oh man, you know, I feel so bad for Nunu. She has such a, this guy and that guy, and he was such a great, and I'm gonna say he's not, I'm not saying that Nipsey isn't any of those things, but you didn't give a fuck before. Right. And that's the thing, like, like, and it you know, shows. God, God, for, God forbid I pass soon. Don't show me fake love after I die. Like, I don't want you to give a fuck about, like, the, the way you don't give a fuck about me now. Go don't on about your life. Me. Don't yeah. give a fuck about me. I mean, like, just go. Just go away. Let my family mourn the way they're going to mourn. We don't need you to help them fucking mourn by putting my fucking picture up. Like I said, it, I find it disgusting when people, the, as soon as they find out somebody died, especially when it's like a family member, they plaster that shit all up on fucking social media. Okay, if fucking Whitney Houston dies and you want to go that way, or if Prince dies and you want to jump into that bag, Okay, it's the popular thing to do. But when people have family members that pass away and you run the fucking social to put up fucking RIP so-and-so the family and fucking members half your nasty. family don't know. That's how I found out my, I want to say my favorite because my living aunt's going to be like, what the fuck, nigga? But um, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, one, one, of, uh, uh, my, one of my aunts, she passed away and I was overseas. Yeah. Time difference and all of that. And I found out and I drank a bottle. Mm-hmm. Like in in a good hour, I was fucked up, and I was like, "Why the fuck would he put this online?" She yeah. at the t- and I found out later she had been dead for like twenty minutes. Oh man, that's crazy. And then I find out from my mom and from my sister, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "I already know," and I'm fucked mm-hmm. up right now. Like truly, like all, no fucks given. I could walk in the street. I was done. Yeah. Um, and I I don't think I've talked to that same cousin, and he don't even know that he did that to me. It's disgusting when it's a family member. When it's a celebrity. Okay, I I half agree with what you're saying with the celebrity mm-hmm. thing. I can't speak to how an artist affected somebody else. That's true. Okay, so when when Prince died, I got to see him live. I got to meet other artists that I hadn't had access to before through that concert. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I think I said rest in peace, Prince, but I wasn't like in. I think I, I know I cried when Aaliyah died. Yeah. Uh, and that was just because that was baby girl back then. I know you know I had pictures of her on my wall. Mm. I got into married arguments over that shit. Um, and there were a few others, but when I see certain ones, it really looks like Cap. It yeah. looks like I want people to know I'm sad. Yeah. No, it uh, does. You know, so it it's 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 such but there's a gray area there. There's a big gray area there to me. No, I mean no, there there is. There is like but but you know you know by the content people put up just throughout the year when it's when it's bullshit when it's bandwagon fucking morning like 
people people felt away when Michael Jackson died. Right. Uh, at the time that he passed away, did I feel any kind of way? I was like, uh, you know, it's Michael Jackson. I respect him musically and shit like that. But Michael Jackson's been fucking wilding the last like 15 years. It's been kind of yeah. strange. He ain't really making no music right now, but I enjoy his music and that, you know, that sucks that Michael Jackson died. You know, I saw this nigga, uh, well, on television, people fucking fainting and crying in the crowd when he just get up there and with his sunglasses on, just look at motherfuckers. People just fucking passing out. That shit was the most amazing thing I ever seen. It's insane. People getting carried on the fucking stretchers. Did it affect me that way? No. They're like this nigga, I want to moonwalk too, nigga. But um out of out of like even even with Prince, I love fucking Prince. I'm I, I play music, so Prince was the the fucking man. That's great. Uh but Prince had even at a time become like a hermit. He didn't hear from Prince for a long time. It was funny to see him throwing shade at the at the at the events, at the award shows. But we didn't really get a lot of Prince. Like, we hadn't really heard from Prince in like 10 years. It's outside of him doing the show and him maybe doing an interview and throwing shade here and there. What kind of what fucked me up, which is an odd, it's going to be an odd artist to say, but Gerald LeVert. When Gerald LeVert died, really? I was like, God damn. Why LeVert? That's interesting. I like- loved his music. I grew up listening to fucking the OJs. And he was with um, well, that group... Um, uh lg was it uh lsg uh, lsg the shit the, shit, the shit they put in the chinese food um the ms lsg msg lsg it was it was a uh, sweat yeah lsg levert yeah yeah sweat. yeah 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 so like they and then i remember because that was a group that that should that would have been on this fucking little backyard tour and shit like they were killing LSG was they were they was the motherfuckers and so he like revitalized his career when I was in well shit when we were in high school. So LSG was fucking dope and I always thought Joe Levert and the OJ like I thought I just thought that music was was fire. I remember being in high school and when nobody was at home, we had an old record player in the crib and my 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 mom my dad had fucking a hundred records. And I would go and get the OJs and put like every Friday when nobody was home, I go get the OJs. I put that bitch on. They had a song called Living for the Weekend. Mm-hmm. Shoot, it's a great song, you know, but I put that bitch on and I would listen to that shit over and over and over again. So when he passed away, I'm like, damn, like the dude was still like, cause people forget like Gerald LeVert was the fucking man. Like he was the man. He was, but he was, he was the man in a time where there were a lot of people out there that were just big artists. Like he was, he was, he was in a group. When Prince was solo, when Michael Jackson was solo, when fuck you had all these people out there do, being solo acts, you know, um, Charlie Wilson, like he was the man then, but he was just in a group. And then, you know, he just, I mean, his career changed. Anyway, um, that one affected me, but there was yeah. also no social media back then. Right. Luther hit me like that. Mm. Luther passed in 05. And yeah. uh, between Dance With My Father, and mm-hmm. I ain't even gonna bullshit you. And this was something I meant to bring up at a later pod. But like, as much as your dad can get on your nerves, you got him. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And I yeah, think yeah. about that a lot when you talk about him. Mm-hmm. And it be hitting your boy. I ain't even gonna bullshit you. Uh, when he did Dance With My Father, I think the first 10 times I heard that song, I cried. And wow. then his he has a Christmas album uh, with like every year, every Christmas. I listen to the bells. Um, that Christmas album will always remind me of home, of my mom mm. cooking in the kitchen. It bring back smells, you know. 
like I said, different artists take you to different places. So when Luther passed, I was like, God damn, like you just took my the memory of my dad and yeah. my mom's still living, love her to death. Yeah. It, it, I play that album religiously every year. As soon as they stop putting pumpkins and shit up and it's mm-hmm. turkeys, album gotta come on because that's mom in the kitchen. So yeah, no, it just it just depends on how you feel about whatever and, and, album you listen to. Two things. Number one, I know that, which is why I didn't, I didn't, it was my dad's lawnmower that broke today. (laughs) 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 So, so I know that, and I tried to avoid it because me and you had that conversation off mic about plenty, plenty of times about you and your father. Right. So, um, I know that, which is why I said it was some other dude and not my dad's lawnmower. Um, the second thing is, I remember when that song came out and I would, I was, you know, we were living in Hampton, Virginia, and it was uh, me. I was riding with this woman I know, this married couple I know. And wife is driving, husband's in the passenger seat in front of me, and we're driving wherever we're going. And that song came on, Dance with My Father. I didn't like that song because it didn't do anything for me. Right. It didn't, like, it didn't pull any strings for me, right? So we, in the, but I heard the song before. So we in the car, this is fucked up. So we in the car. <laughs> And the song comes on, and I think she was trying to get like to pull some kind of emotion out of him because I feel like he either didn't know his dad or his dad passed away. He's somebody that never talked about his father at all. Okay. Right. So the song comes on, she turns up the radio almost full blast. And I'm in the back, like, God damn, why is this shit up so loud? And it gets like the middle of the song. And uh <laughs> I was like, yo, why don't you turn this fucking song off? <laughs> this, is, this is whack right and she gives she looks back like on fucking uh 64 how was she she looks back at me is there a fly in here uh oh she, she looks back at me with the most evil eyes like if you don't shut the fuck up i'm trying to do something over here uh that's the most cheap way to do that shit. But that's what happened. I'm like, I don't. So we got we got back to the crib, and she was like, I was trying to play that song for him so he could hear it and he could feel away. I'm like, I didn't know that. Like, how? I'm just we we how, going how to Red Lobster. That? How would you know that? Man. Y'all going to get cheddar biscuits, and she trying exactly. To, yeah, that ain't cool. That ain't cool off top. Like with you in the car. Yo, I was. That's weird. She started, she started. She started rubbing the back of his neck, and I'm like. Yo, nah, man, that turn this cool. turn this song off. Why are we listening to this? This is, this is not a good song. Not it's to not, ride it out to now. Nah. It's not I've good, only, Luther. I I was riding. <laughs> you just I was riding to lunch with my homeboy Tony. We talked about him on the pod before, and I was listen. I was just listening to Little Brother. Everybody know that's yeah. my shit. Mm-hmm. And one of this it's a song called All for You. And Fonte goes into this like kind of story about how his pops was wild and crazy, but he left them. And he had to go find his own way. He didn't know him. So that make him want to be a good father, all that sort of shit, right? Yeah. And I'm just grooving to it because a beat, hot knife, wonder on the track. Mm. Tony was sitting in the back seat, quiet. He normally like very chatty cat on the way to lunch. Yeah. About halfway through that rant of Fonte's, I heard him go, "This shit's sad as fuck." <laughs> oh no. I turned it down. I was like, "What was that?" He was like, "Man, turn this shit off, dog." <laughs> Like straight up, yeah. I just I just hit the button. I was like, my bad. He was like, no, nah, I know you ain't do that shit on purpose. Yeah. But yeah, I'm about to fly to St. Louis right now. Beat that. Like he felt away, real wow. quick. Music can take you place, so I get it. it. Can. If, you, if if Biz Marquis, just a friend. Back to that. Yeah. yeah if it does that for you, 
I want to know the story. That's gotta be that's a that's a not that's a bad story. I mean, all the shit we're talking about right now is kind of like some like it takes you to like another place. But like, anytime I think of just a friend, it came on randomly, and everybody in the car was like singing the chorus together. Yeah, at the most cheated on. You got cheated on. That's a cheating. (laughs) That's a cheating ass song. It really is. It is. You say he's just a friend, and nowadays they say that's that's just that's just my brother. That's just he. We like look, man. If a woman tell you that's like my brother, she fucked fuck that nigga. At least twice. <laughs> At least twice. That's that hey big head shit now. Yeah, nah, nah, no. Nah. That's just my brother. Like, all right, now you're just lying to me in my face. Before we get off music, you brought up LSG. Yeah. I think okay. it was LSG. Yeah. So guess the new super group that's coming out right now. Uh, I don't have it. Three artists. Okay. Super group. Just okay. came out. Just got announced. A couple. It was like this week on Donnell Jones' Twitter. <laughs> so yeah i'm starting with that one so donnell jones carl thomas and dave hollister they got a shot in hell of making good music because don't nobody want to hear y'all niggas man. dog dave hollister has some dope ass tracks carl thomas has some hits i saw him in concert and i gotta say the concert made me respect him a lot more it was it was in virginia remember afram yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw him. I saw him in Faith at Afram, and uh, and Donnell, you already know, like that's one of my my back then favorite R and B cats. So I'm curious about this one. It's either going to be amazing or absolutely terrible. There's no in between. There can't I mean, be in between. I uh, uh, they will have to be make. Are they making new music? Yes, they will have to make new music, right? Like a, like an album, yes. Um, Dave Hollister. It's just like these are these are people that nobody's really tuning. I mean, nobody's looking for y'all now. I mean, we we all thought it was weird that like as swiftly as Carl Thomas fell off. It was like this nigga went from fucking, especially after that him and Faith joint, like emotional. Yeah, like you Ugh. you you were you thought that that was it, and then he disappeared. I don't know, man. I mean. Get your money. I mean, there's going to be a place for it. You know, there's going to be some funk festival somewhere that's going to bring up this little super group, and they'll do. Whatever happened to fucking Life Jennings? Did he? I don't, did he... I don't know because <laughs> that nigga was cold. I mean, didn't he like get in some trouble, like beating him, beating his girl or something like man, that? I don't know, man. I just I ain't, never, I ain't never fuck with him personally. Must be nice was my shit for a long uh, time. I never fuck with him. That I, album I, was dope. Nah, I didn't fuck with Life Jennings. Hey, yo, you. You. I didn't, I didn't yeah, like him talking between every track. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is what I love about this shit. This is why they say this is the podcast for people that don't like podcasts. Like, this ain't the shit that everybody talk about. <laughs> it, it just ain't. Life genius cop blocking? Probably yeah, not. Yeah, nobody, nobody's doing that. But yeah, let's let's get to some of the stuff that we actually wanted to mention. This all is right. going to be a quick one. All right. Uh, Black Widow. We talked about it last pod. Um, I had her sitting on the mac and cheese and shit. Sent it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, sent it. Sent it. You saw it now. Okay. I saw it. Now I've seen it twice. I watched it again. Okay. Second watch doesn't hold up. I'll okay. be honest with you. I'll Why be not? honest with you. Um, on the second watch. Okay. Well, let me back up. We we was talking about Loki. We was talking yeah. about Captain America: Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh. This to me felt like if they had broke it up into 30 minute episodes and put it on D plus on the second watch, it would have been the same shit. 
It would have been an episode that ended at a good point. It would have been kept going and ended at a different point. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. The first time I watched it, it was holding my attention because everybody knows I'm a big fan of this Marvel thing. Because coming up, we didn't have nothing like this. So to get to see all of it in big budget, it's kind of cool. Okay. And I love, I still loved uh, her sister's role and then bringing in basically Black Widow's replacement for Phase 4. Yeah, uh, All of that shit was still dope. But I hated even more what they did with Taskmaster. And I yes. hate it even more. I look now that you've seen it, I can't wait to hear what you say. And I hate it even more. Black Widow's whole story arc in it, honestly. It was very we're just literally trying to get you from point A to point B. Even if as this is what as you possible. was Yeah, if this was what you was doing between Civil War and the next movie, cool. But you didn't mention none of this shit at all. Yeah. And of course, yeah, we get it. You know, you fitting it in where you can fit it in, but it was it was thin. It was very thin on the second watch. What this is not think? an origin story. This is no. some like, and, it, and that's what I didn't like about it. It's like they, everyone got an origin story except for Black Widow. And if you're going to do it, then just fucking do it. Like make, a, it doesn't matter now. Phase three is over. Okay. Put this fuck, the movie's late. Just put it out and, and whatever you're going to put out, make it good. Make it an origin story. Not some, not some, this was fucking filler. This was just like, Hey, we want to give Black Widow something to say that we did. Well, and you it, did it. Question: Is it filler now? Because you know it was supposed to come out like a year and a half ago. Well, no, it's it's well now it's not. It was made to be filler. What it is now is just like we made this shit. We spent money on it. Let's just we got to put this shit out. Like if they would have put it out on the heels of Endgame, they would have yeah. made they would they would they would have made out. They would have made out. And I, I, I'm not trying to be Mister Right or well, Mister Right here, but after uh, after I watched it, I looked at the budget for it. So I'm looking, like I'm like, damn, it's a bunch of fucking CGI on this shit, right? Of course, as they all are. But two hundred, right? Two hundred million dollars. Now I think at the time it was at one forty. I don't see them making that money back when it's been out for two weeks and you're only at one forty. Movies don't skyrocket after fucking two weeks. No, right? No. So regardless of that shit. If you put that out on Disney Plus when it was supposed to come out, I think you eclipsed two hundred million dollars at home. I think so, because just I just off the hype alone, off the hype, off the alone. hype alone, like Endgame is over, and people are, and, and when Endgame was over, we were all fucking thirsty, myself included, for more Marvel shit. Put this shit out right now so we can get it. Okay, they didn't do that. So then I'm watching it now, and I'm like, yo, this shit should have came out a year ago. This is not something worth holding on to. There's not enough. Um, content. There's not enough. There's not enough protein in this shit. Like they, her origin story is the first fucking ten minutes of this movie, which is they get caught being spies in America. They go to fucking Cuba, and all of a sudden, you're fucking boom. Twenty years down the road, <laughs> yeah. Her sister's a fucking spy doing spy shit. It, it, it was like, why is like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why did we, there is, they, they talk about the fucking, uh, the Budapest shit and they, I, I've watched the behind the scenes now and I've watched everybody do a review on it at this point. They talk about the Budapest shit. They never really get into it. Like this is the perfect time. That. Nope. I was happy about that. But this is the time to do it. Cause now you're guessing at everything that happened. Like, what does this fucking mean? If you're going to do an origin story, do the fucking origin story, bring in fucking, Bring in Hawkeye to be a part of this shit because he's supposed to be hunting her down and he turned her from the Red Room to be a part of fucking S.H.I.E.L.D. Show I think, that. I think they're going to save that for the Hawkeye show. 
<laughs> but, one. But no, because not because now the Hawkeye show has to be based on the present. I don't remember if I said this before. Uh, and for y'all that don't know what we're talking about when we say the Budapest shit, whenever uh, Black Widow is with her homeboy Hawkeye that, you know, they, they're platonic for whatever reason. I don't, anyway, um, they always talk about Budapest, this awesome mission that happened between them. And they remember it so different, but a lot of shit went down in Budapest. So they bring that up in this movie, but they don't go in on what happened in Budapest that they always bring up. So I hear what Marcus is saying, mm. that they probably should have went in on that. The reason I'm glad they did it is because I thought, as a Star Wars fan, I wanted to know about this Kessel Run that Solo always be like, you know, I did the Kessel Run in however many parsecs, right? Right, right. And then I saw the Kessel Run, and I was like, nigga, that's all yeah. you did? Right. This is trash. I think that it's better as hype in our brains. We can fill it in. Right. Sort of like, sort of like me and you was talking about mm. if a girl sends you the video with her all in the dark and you just hear the sounds. Not the same thing. You know, your brain fill in the rest. Your brain no, fill it no, in. No, not, not, in a, not in the movie. I need but, that shit. Black Widow that. gave us the mac and cheese sound of Budapest. No, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> no, nah, I need to. I need to see it. Like, stop! Don't, don't. And, and you know what? If the if homegirl keeps sending you her playing with her, her fucking finger banging herself in the dark and just the noises, after a while, you get tired of that shit. Like, show me this shit. <laughs> the fuck? Okay, okay, I got it. I heard it's, it. It's, it's the wet. fourth time. So um, that shit, I didn't like Taskmaster. I thought they took all the personality. Taskmaster, just like Deadpool, full of personality. They fucking took all that shit out. Yeah. And then we just made it like a fucking robot. It was like, why we... They fucked that, that up. They that fucked shit that was up. dumb. They fucked that up. But I, And I, I wonder if they did it because they're like, we can't do this and eclipse Deadpool. Because Deadpool's supposed to be coming into the MCU. Maybe. Why can't you have both of them talking shit anyway? I would love to see them talking shit to each other, but <laughs> they fucked that up. I mean, I don't know how yeah, to put it. We can get off of that. Yeah. Uh, let's get into Space Jam 2, dog. Do it. Well, you saw it. I did see it. I synced it. Did you watch it with your kid? No. Okay. Perfect. I tried to. He no. wasn't into it. Perfect. Per fucking perfect. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so I watched Space Jam 2. Solo Dolo. Cause don't nobody give a shit but me. I was like, well, we doing a show, you know. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing all of y'all for weeks talking about how you know this shit gonna be trash, hating it off top. Got you. Yeah. And I posted for those that follow me already know Space Jam One was not gone with the wind. It was not. It just was not. If you want to make a you know different, you know exactly what I mean when I say that. It yeah, was not some was Oscar not, contender. Yes. Film it was not fucking Field of Dreams. It was sure. not. It was hot because R. Kelly was on the tracks. Monica was on the tracks. For You, I Will was dope. It it holds a special place in our brain because at the time, we didn't have that social media shit to feed us everything else. Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan was big. His own right. Want a whole bunch of people comparing him to shit all over social media. Mm -hmm. Because if social media was out back then, he would have been compared to the greats before him. And everybody would have said he ain't the greatest. It would have been a whole okay. thing. So this movie comes out. Um, Y'all know I'm not a huge sports guy. LeBron, regardless of how you feel, has done amazing things in his field and off the court. Mm -hmm. And they give him the new Space Jam because he's at that Jordan-esque level, I would say. Um, nobody, including your son, mm -hmm. gives a fuck about Bugs Bunny, mm -hmm. Daffy, 
Porky and the rest of Marvin the Martian and his space modulator. Nobody yeah. gives a shit about none of that. Right. So what does what does Warner Brothers do? They poke us in the face with every other property that they have. Yes. And they've done it before. When they made Ready Player One, that movie was interesting because of all of the little cameos and shit, too. Yeah. It was a good movie in its own right, but why not show the newer people some shit that they, the kids is like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Nostalgia for them, you know. Yeah. The adults are entertained enough. I saw a little Harry Potter shit in there. Appreciate you. <laughs> but the kids don't give a fuck about Bugs Bunny no more. And they actually kind of said that. That's Nigga why all a, the Looney Tunes even went to other shit. Nigga in had the story. a, uh, what the fuck did old boy from Harry Potter have on on court side? A fucking bathrobe? Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> it's a robe. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But yeah, you know, they showed LeBron and it was funny <clears throat> that they, they sorted him Hufflepuff. I thought that shit was funny. <clears throat> I even liked that they were letting uh, the, the tunes get jokes off on LeBron. Like LeBron was like, yo, I got to make an awesome squad. And Bugs yeah. was like, nigga, this ain't Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shit like that was cool. But let me tell y'all, if you're a grown-ass man and you're hitting this movie hella hard, man, it's it's like, what are you doing? It's, it's, it's seven and up. It says seven plus mm-hmm. on this shit. It's not supposed to be some amazing script. It's corny. The movie right. is real fucking corny. And you know what? For most kids, corny is hella entertaining. Go back nah. and watch Space Jam 1 right now. None of our kids. No, no, no. They didn't like none of that corn. I don't even know if my son's seen it. I meant to ask him, but it's a corny, cute kid movie. I mean, it's that's it. And mm-hmm. if you try and look at it as more than that, you're reaching. Everybody, all of you, everybody online. And I know, I think, personally, half of it is just LeBron hate for, mm-hmm. like, diehard sports fans. No matter what he does, you're going to be mad at it. True. But um, it's not it's not terrible, but it's not a good movie. It's just a Space Jam movie. It's for, It's for kids. No, I mean, I, I agree with all that. Um, I mean, you can't possibly be a grown person and uh, go into a movie where LeBron James is sucked into a fucking computer surrounded by all these cartoon characters and, you know, you got to suspend Don, Don your disbelief Cheadle. off rip, right? So, um, no, I agree with that. And I agree that with the LeBron hate, um, there were people that weren't going to like this movie anyway because LeBron's in it. Um, I agree that it was, um, it was, it was basically a, it was a, it was a huge just marketing scheme. Yeah. Like this was, this is all, I mean, actually, if, even if you look at that one scene where they, they, they're about to start the game and they're like, Hey, where's the crowd? And you hear the crowd coming in, like all these fucking Warner properties running in. It's basically it, look, it looks like B-roll that they didn't use and from Red Player One. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. It's like all these characters run. It's like this is just like it was in Ready Player One. They all ran up and ran down fucking giant robot and fucking King Kong and all these. It's like, yo, this is a lot. The, the fucking Matrix guy. Um, I guess as, as for just a movie critique, I think if they wanted it to resonate with kids, they should have used more relevant characters from now i know warner owns a bunch of shit right i feel like they they even have the rights to fucking dc properties right why didn't you have dc characters that are in fucking teen titans okay like use these cats to be a part of the story redo the story why are you reusing fucking bugs bunny and daffy duck and shit like you have all these properties that you could have used 
and you didn't use them. Yeah. You I, went was... back to the old formula. Like, no, no. Even because you said watch Space Jam, the original one. I watched that shit right after. I watched, huh. I mean, Im- immediately after Space Jam 2. Shit, I how said, was that? <laughs> I said, let me go ahead and watch. It was better, to be honest with you. It was? It was better because it would. It, it, seemed, it seemed more like Michael Jordan wasn't trying to be an actor. Michael Jordan was just being Michael Jordan. Michael he Jordan was, wasn't he trying was, to... He was he, talking he, like he was on the Wheaties commercials. He, 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 he wasn't trying to fucking... Like, in, in, in a couple of scenes in this thing, you see LeBron James, like, really trying really hard to fucking, fucking make Act. some tears come out of his eyes and shit. It was kind of like... It reminded me of Tropic Thunder. When he was at the very beginning, where he's like, <laughs> "You can't cry, you can't cry. Give me some tea, cry, cry." He's like, "Well, hold on, I'm trying, I'm trying. Come on, man, gonna be a Chinese New Year waiting <laughs> on my man to cry." <laughs> <laughs> so it felt like that, like it felt like he was trying to be an actor, and it didn't, like it didn't resonate. It's like, all right, well, let's move on. LeBron can't cry on cue. I don't have like, and all that shit is bullshit to me. I know these these guys are not actors. They're not actors. They're not actors. They just fucking. The, the here's here's where the hate comes from in my opinion being a sports fan people number one didn't ask for space jam 2 nobody was looking for space jam 2 when nope, it nobody. came when it came up that lebron's making space jam 2 people were like okay that's enough the reason why folks didn't like it before it even came out is because LeBron has spent the better part of his fucking career mimicking Michael Jordan and then saying he's not trying to be like Michael Jordan. Right. So when you wear the number 23, you come in the league, you're like, yeah, you know, I wear it because of Jordan. And then once you're being compared to Jordan every step after that, because you're the chosen one, you're the king, you're the guy, and you, I mean, you, you, You've given yourself all these names. <laughs> you 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 get a tattoo of the chosen one on your body, right? So automatically you're fucking, as he calls it, chasing ghosts. And you're not catching the ghost of Michael Jordan. Ever. So what do you do? You go to Miami, switch your number to six. You get on the Team USA, switch the number to six. Well, Michael Jordan's number on Team USA was number nine. So you're th- saying he just flipped it upside down? It's not a reach. Uh, okay. Okay. You, you could have picked going. any number keep you going. wanted to. All right? Keep, keep so going. So then you're saying, okay, well, I'm not trying to be like MJ. People saying, well, you can't close out in the finals. Jordan closed out in the finals. And you're like, well, and you say, this is on record, on video, well, you know, I'm the greatest of all time. That's why I think we can win. Well, I was going to, when you said that whole thing about the six, I don't think it's that he did it to flip it upside down. That's how many rings Jordan has. So I was like, that was my first thought when he changed his number to six. Maybe. So, that would That, that, that would know. suck if he did that because the nigga, you ain't. Anyway, so. <laughs> so then you, you, you still, you're still running from all these comments about, you know, you trying to be like Jordan and you don't feel like you get the respect. Well, people say that, you know, you don't get the respect that you feel like you should get because Jordan, whatever, whatever. All right. Or from Jordan. Then you go make Space Jam 2. So now you, like, all this time you've been spending trying to distance yourself from Jordan. But then in the background, all you do is try to find some kind of way 
to to grab his attention? I think in a lot of ways, I mean, I think you can, if you want to put athletes and artists in the same box, you find there might be an artist that you look up to that's amused to you. Mm -hmm. I can't picture anybody in that era saying Michael Jordan wasn't somebody they looked up to if you aspired to be in the NBA. That's sure. crazy talk to say otherwise. Yeah. So for LeBron, I think once he realized, like how many kids dream of that, but you don't think you're going to actually get there necessarily. Mm -hmm. LeBron got there. Once you arrive, okay, cool. I want to get out of this cat's shadow now. Yeah. And then he starts talking that other shit, trying to distance himself. Like, you know, like shit. <laughs> My favorite, you know, comedian that made me want to do it is Martin Lawrence. Mm. But I get from, I've gotten this from two uh, bookers and in, 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 in rooms that want me to do shit. They're like, yo, you know, you give me Chappelle vibes like you're that good. As much right. as that's an amazing, amazing compliment. I'm like, I don't want to be called a Chappelle. I don't want to be called a Martin Lawrence. Right. And they'll tell me, like, you, you remind me of him just off of the, your talent, but you don't sound like him. Mm. I'm like, thank God you said that. But when LeBron is trying to get out of that shadow, what else can he do? What if he changed his number to anything else? I guarantee somebody will find some reason to say, oh, you changed it to seven because you want one more ring than Jordan. He's just trying to get out of that shadow. But you, you, you go and you not, do. You know what you could have done? Not made Space Jam 2. That's what I was about to say. But you go do Space Jam 2, and that is right in line with being in Jordan's shadow. Or are you doing it because, like you say, it's called Space Jam 2, the new legacy? Bro, you could have you could have you could have made another basketball movie. You could have you could have done the same thing, but not called it Space Jam. And I know this, okay, well, Warner Brothers came to him with this idea and blah, and so he just went along with it. He could look, man, that's LeBron fucking James. He is a brand walking and talking. If he, if he, if they came to him with an idea, hey, this is called Space Jam too. Hey, man, I like the idea, but let's update this and call it something else. But real shit, what else could he possibly do in the realm of movies and basketball that's bigger than a Space Jam movie? Is he going to do big chips? LeBron uh, James is in it. Blue Lebr chips too. Le LeBron James is in it, and then you have all these Warner Brothers properties that could have that could have been in it actively instead of just watching from the fucking sideline. You could have done a bunch of different shit. You could have done a basketball, a fun family basketball movie. Nothing wrong with that. You have all the money and all the talent and all the fucking properties you need from Warner Brothers to create something. Like, to me, that was, that shit, they looked at that as a fucking layup. No pun intended. They look at oh, it no, as like, 100%, they were like, 100%. okay, get LeBron James. We get these fucking Bugs Bunny, all these other properties we're going to do. And we're going to make another fucking Space Jam called Space Jam 2. Money, 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 money. Guess what, though? It failed. And I say it failed. I've looked at the numbers. But when I got done watching the movie, I'm like, okay, maybe it's just me. Let me look at this. At, let me look at the reviews. And I didn't go to every review. I just went like you type in, you know, Space Jam 2 reviews. It shit pops up. IMDB gave that shit like a fucking, uh, no, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a fucking uh, 30 something percent. IMDB, one and a half out of five or something like that. Some other shit. I mean, gave it a four out of ten. It's just it it didn't. It wasn't even good. Is that the same shit we was just talking about though? When we were on the review portion, it mm. is where older people that are reviewing this movie are hating on it because 
they're kind of well, oh the, the you know last what, you know what i'm saying the last one was rolling stones and the reason why i felt like it, it made okay ron tomatoes is going to be a whole bunch of people going there to hate on hate on lebron james that's fine imdb could be a whole whole bunch of people going there hating on fucking lebron james i get it but the last one was rolling stone okay. that last review was from rolling stone and then, i think that's the one they gave it like one point whatever out of however many when rolling stone who probably has some kind of relationship with LeBron James or has no reason to shit on LeBron James is like, and they could have easily came out and been like, this was a great movie. That's what Rolling Stone does. This was a great movie. You know, a good family fun flick, blah, blah, blah. Like there is no reason for, for Rolling Stone to come out and get that shit. They could have got one of their fucking puff piece writers. They're one of the puff piece writers to come out and say, Hey man, drum this shit up, make it look good. Give it a fucking four out of five. Right. Nobody just because. gives just because. But when Rolling Stone is like, nah, she's kind of whack. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have to, to. They don't. They really don't have to. I'm curious to see like their whole first week numbers. That's why I'm not even gonna say what it's at right now. Yeah. But they already they hurried up and announced that it you know blew Black Widow out of the water. And then there's a whole other component to this that we're not talking about. And I don't want to get too technical about this whole COVID changing the landscape of movies in the theaters and at home. Yeah. So. I think that does play a part, but let's just stick with the movie for now. Did you feel like LeBron did well in the movie? Um, I thought he did well enough. I mean, he didn't, um, he's an athlete trying to act like he did good enough to, to, he did good enough to, to, to play the part that he played. I'm not looking for him to give me some kind of fucking Oscar winning performance. Like to me, the less lines he has, the better the movie is going to be. Yeah, but unfortunately, just, unfortunately, they tried to, to get him to pull some kind of fucking emotional strings towards the end of the movie. And I'm like, why are you making LeBron do that? Like, just it, don't let let the kid be the emotional portion of this movie. You don't need LeBron trying to fucking pull emotions and be some kind of fucking. I don't want to do it to you what my dad did to me. Like, it, you know, it, it was just I, like, all right, we knew this was coming, of course, because you got to have a redemption. You imagine if the end of the movie came and he was like, man, fuck you and your squad. We about to dunk on you, nigga. Like, that would have been. I, one. I, I thought I thought it, I thought it would have been great when 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 uh when he approached his son, he was dribbling the ball and he stopped dribbling. And then he's like, what are you doing? Why you stop dribbling the ball? And LeBron James was got, you know, he was acting upset and threw the ball down the court and fucking. Dame Lillard grabbed that bitch and dunk. Game over, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Stay here forever, bitch. That's what I was like. If, if he went through that ball, instead of it going out of bounds, somebody would have picked that bitch up and fucking dunk, like in fucking loving basketball. Just game. <laughs> Double or nothing. Give me the pussy. <laughs> that's, that's, Stay yeah. in this sport. Stay in this yeah. sports. Loving basketball um, is a whole other story. That shit is not romantic. Yeah, but we're go not ahead. gonna do that. Uh, stay in <laughs> sports. Naomi Osaka, right? Naomi Osaka, famous tennis player, young talent, vibrant, doing her thing. Who uh, recently quit the French Open uh, after stating she has some kind of mental health issues she was dealing with, is now appearing on the swimsuit cover of of uh, Sports Illustrated. So mm-hmm. she didn't want to deal with the questions and being judged by the reporters in the room, but she is now doing a swimsuit cover for Sports Illustrated. What do you think about that? And she looks very nice on it. Um, I'm not going to get crass or anything like that. Uh, she looks very nice on the swimsuit cover. Um, she's got this, I want to call it a natural beauty. She doesn't need to be dolled up, and she's just cute. Yeah. Uh, and she looks she looks good in it. 
when I saw her on the cover of it, my first thought was the stuff you just kind of paraphrased. Mm. You don't want the scrutiny. You don't want to be talked to. You know, you going in on reporters for saying shit to you, telling them to do better. Yeah. But you want this attention. Yeah. Ladies, I know y'all quick to throw out that word that a lot of you use wrong. Misogyny. Mm -hmm. You and Marcus using it wrong. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you most of y'all just don't know what the fuck it means. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I say that with all intent that you just don't. Anyway, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I saw this and yeah I was confused I was confused bro I was like you want out of certain types of limelight so bad right? and just like we talked about up here you said it a matter of fact if you want the good you better be there for the bad too mm. so let's say some reviewer or somebody comes out and it's like they hate her swimsuit cover and when it comes up in an interview Hey, the same shit we're talking about now. Why did you want to do that? But you didn't want nobody talking to you about blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't want to do these interviews. I hate to say this. You're not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate to say that. But you're not allowed to do that because you can't bow out when it's convenient. I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. But it's interesting to me that being on the cover in a swimsuit, for most people, is very revealing, especially for women. That's a that's a very vulnerable place. Right. So, you know, you didn't want to bear your soul just in a regular interview about tennis. If people start asking you questions about you in a swimsuit, are you going to pull that card again? I'm very curious to see what she does in the next couple of weeks behind this. Uh, yeah, I am too. Because uh, I saw, uh, I didn't go too much into it, but I saw where um, she was. She's been getting you know scrutinized for that. Um, it's like I believe she's on the cover of Time magazine and some other magazine or Vanity, Vanity Fair, I think it was. But she says, "Well, you know, I did those, I did those photo shoots last year. So what are you talking about?" But she did not address the fact that she's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And when I saw that, I knew. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. Like I knew she was going to pick and choose what she wanted to do, and that's fucking fine. But as a culture, as a people, whether that be, you know, uh, black people. Well, actually, I thought it was funny that Sports Illustrated, I I can't stand stupid ass shit like this. I can't stand stupid ass first. Stupid ass first. First. Naomi Osaka is the first Haitian and Japanese woman to be on the cover of Swimsuit Magazine. What's wrong with that? Man, that's dumb as fuck, man. What? Okay. 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 Uh, 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 Regina Bland, whoever that is, is the first woman, the first German and Croatian woman to be on. Who gives a fuck? Like, are we going to keep doing that stupid ass shit where just because you're the first person that's of a certain fucking race combination that we going to say that you were the first person to do some shit? Like, how? It's it's never going to fucking end. Is it the combination? She's the first. She's the first Ethiopian and Congolese woman to appear on. Like, this is never <laughs> gonna fucking stop. So, is it is it the combination you have a problem I, with? No, it's 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 the trophy for being the first Haitian and Japanese woman in swimsuit magazine history. Like, who gives a fuck? Barack was the first black man in the White House. That's nothing to slouch at. That is not the fucking swimsuit issue, nigga. Nigga, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying <laughs> is, I thought you were saying. <laughs> I know. Look, I know. I took a leap. I do that on purpose. I am saying, you're, I'm, I'm thinking you're going with the whole, 
this mix and that mix. Like, you know, you ever put like tropical no. punch and lemonade in the same Kool-Aid? And like dog, like that I, I get. But like, yeah, no, Obama was I, the first I, black man. Cool. I'm I'm saying that. I'm saying that. So if the next president is black and fucking Irish, and we go, it's the first black and Irish president in American history, I'm gonna be like, okay, y'all gotta shut the fuck up. Like we don't we don't need to fucking keep doing this first shit. With the mixes. That's with the, the mixes, mixes is the part yes, you have the a problem mixes is, with. I gotta okay. I don't like that. Like why we it's never gonna stop. It's never gonna stop. It's never gonna stop. <laughs> like, why do we have to keep doing that? Like, this is the first fucking so and so and so and so mixed person to do this shit. Rachel Dolezal was the first white woman to be the head of an NCAA <laughs> CP somewhere. You fucking hated that shit. But anyway, back to my we, fucking hey, point. We're gonna put that on our billboard. The first California and Alabama podcast. Hey, podcast. hey this is... so anyway. Are we, as a culture, as a country, are we leaning in the direction of um, of trying to give everyone their matrix, trying to give everyone their catered happiness and pretending like nothing but happiness is happiness exists? The only thing that's important is your happiness. How can we put up sensitivity barricades around you to protect your happiness from all the negativity that's out that's outside of your fucking barrier ultra inclusion is killing america it's crazy it's killing america i 100 percent get everybody should be able to go anywhere and be comfortable mm-hmm. there's places i don't need to be comfortable at mm-hmm. i don't need to go to and this it that that's what this is so yes when we put the like there's no need to break down her ethnicity she can be the first without breaking down the two people that fucked to made her to make right. her like you know i mean you know what i'm saying and i know that's a very like crude way of saying it but you know where you at so yes that that type of shit to me is a little bit overboard but it's a headline that people can gravitate towards and virtue signal Look at how well we're doing. The progress is happening. Keep doing what you're doing, girl. Just like we was talking about earlier with the, you know, the thoughts and prayers type of posts Mm. when certain people pass away. And now you get to do that. Somebody can see that headline and then share it. And now they look like they're so pro, you know, this and that. So that's what that is. That's what that is. I just don't, I, I just don't like the fact. I mean, I don't like that part, but I don't like the fact that we're making it okay for people to pick and choose um, their environment and they're picking and choosing by making everyone else the enemy and making everyone else feel like, well, you're the reason why I'm this way. You're the reason why I don't do this. And I don't care about your job. You're the reason why I need to protect, like my happiness is most important. And all you guys got to care about your fucking happy, got to care about my happiness. If I have a job to do, I don't like, look, I have a job. I'm not talking about being a paparazzi and running up on you as at a fucking restaurant. I'm not talking about fucking being, being somebody hiding in your fucking bushes, taking pictures of intimate moments and selling them. I'm talking about, I'm a fucking reporter. Mm-hmm. I'm a reporter. I'm asking questions based off of, I'm asking you the same questions I ask that we ask everybody else. Don't make me out. Don't villainize me. Because you have an issue 
Mm. All right. Now, if 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 you don't want to do do if you don't want to do interviews, this is a part of your job. If you don't want to do it, pay the fine. Pay the fine and keep it moving. Is pay what the fine, keep it moving. But don't villainize me because you have an issue, and I'm not. And 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 I'm not. I don't live in a world where I put pillows around your fucking emotions. Because I, it's my job to make your world safe. I understand. If you want to step away because of health, mental health issues or whatever you got going on, cool, do that. But don't make it that you stepped away because of fucking me. Yeah, but the people that are in the media shouldn't intentionally attack people and poke at the issues they know you have just for their fucking headline. I think that's the that's the disconnect. For example, mm-hmm. just to, and I'm going to come back to Naomi, the Democrat-Republican thing, they're literally pushing this country apart so as a reporter i think you should have a responsibility to not do that type of shit like yes you want your ratings and whatnot but she shouldn't be at their expense right that's the only part i disagree with i understand what you're saying but a reporter should have enough fucking humanity to not use their job as a reason and an excuse to fuck with somebody but you can't pick way. and choose. You can't like it's like let's, let's, let's talk about Trump because it's not, it's, it feels like some Trump shit. She doesn't want to answer the questions from people that may criticize her. Just like Trump was like, I'm not going on CNN. I'm not going on MSNBC. I just want to go on Fox. It's a safe space for me to talk my shit, get my shit off, and then fucking get the fuck out of there. They're gonna print exactly what the fuck no, I want. It, not it's the just, same. It is the same. That's exactly was, the fucking same. But like, that nigga I, was lying. She doesn't. She doesn't want to. No, he could be lying, but it's a safe space for him to talk his shit. They're gonna, they're gonna, he's gonna make sure the message is straight. Just like all, like just like um Brian Winhurst going back to sports. Brian Winhurst, you know why the reason why nobody trusted Brian Winhurst because Brian Winhurst was a fucking Cleveland Cavaliers reporter. He got hired by ESPN because he had a relationship with a, a relationship with LeBron James. So anytime Brian Winhurst talked to LeBron or fucking about LeBron, people were like, man, get the fuck out of here. We know who you are. You're a plant. LeBron talks to you because he trusts that you're going to write a good story about him. And okay, if you're an athlete and you want that, you can want what you want. But don't villainize the people that are going to ask you some shit that you may not want to answer. Now, there are stupid questions I've seen. I watch a lot of fucking interviews with athletes. There are some fucking dumbass questions that get asked. That's what I'm talking about. Like, and I know you can't avoid the stupid questions, but there's certain people that'll ask you a question and you can look at them in the face when they ask you and know, oh, you're trying to hurt me. You're trying yeah. to push a button. Yeah. But there are people the but, but there are people that, that there are people that that like your Brian Windhorse, there are people that are going to ask that star athlete the questions that they want to answer, and they might be dumb as fuck too. Hey, so what'd you have for, did you, did you have Taco Tuesday? Tell us, LeBron. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna give a fuck. This is the fucking finals. Fuck tacos. Like, we ain't yeah. talking about that shit. So, I mean, it goes, like, it, it comes with the fucking, I don't know, man. I mean, do what you You feel like do. it just comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. Like, I don't know. And uh, like I said, dog, I've, I, I I grew up I grew up an athlete. My whole life was an athlete. I've been fucking cheered. I've been fucking booed. I've had good shit written about me in the paper. I've had bad shit written about me in the paper. All right, what what the fuck ever? That nigga said the paper. Yeah, damn. Yeah, back in the day, dog. <laughs> back in the back in the day, day. That's before the Bridgertons and shit. Yeah, yeah. damn it. What even on AOL.com? This shit was in the newspaper, nigga. <laughs> Somebody had to unfold it and read about Marcus, god damn it. 
Hell yeah. But no, nah, um, yeah, uh, I don't have anything to add nah, on that. I think that was a great conversation on her. Um, and and hey, Naomi, do your thing, ma. Yeah, you get paid. I, Fuck it. I am a fan. I love what you're doing, nigga. You ain't never watched just, her play before. I have watched her play. I feel like with her, I need her to, and and I felt like this while you were talking. Okay, I need her to pick a team as far as how she feels about this media shit because mm. it's only up from here for her. She needs to pick a side and figure out how she wants to navigate it. Because if she go back and forth, and unfortunately, that's how this swimsuit thing is going to look, depending on how she responds to it in the next couple of weeks, yeah. it's going to fuck with her bag and her reputation. I need her to pick a side. I need her to pick I mean, a side. Yeah. I mean, Pick a you, side, you baby can, girl. You can do that. Pick a side. I mean, there are people that don't do interviews. I mean, you could do... You could be Marshawn Lynch. We love that shit. That shit was fucking great. That's some of the best media you'll ever fucking see. Yeah. Do that. Like, we love that too. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, we, we love that. Actually, we like that shit more than anything else. We like your Draymond Green coming out talking fucking, fucking jazzy these motherfuckers and get and getting his shit off. We like the Marshawn Lynch coming out, getting his fucking shit off. We like that shit. Do that. Be that play, person. Play in the middle don't help. It just don't. It doesn't. We, it could be, could people people going to stop believing you. And I, I believe you're genuine in what you want. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with... There's nothing wrong with, with saying you don't want to have the interviews. But also, like, I don't know what her attachment is to, to fucking swimsuit cover. Maybe she saw Tyra Banks on that shit fucking back whenever. And was like, I want that to be me one day. I get it. And that's fine. But you can't talk fucking that bullshit about you wanting your privacy <laughs> and then turn around and being like, yeah, I wear a bikini. Yeah. Yeah. You're bearing, like, not not all, all, but you you putting it out there. Like, yo, check me out. But I want my I mean, privacy. That's, it's, that's it's different. And I already know. You know what we're going to get from this, though, right? She should be able to do that. You can't do whatever the fuck you want. Like, look, 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 look. Okay, goddamn. You can't do... Whatever the fuck you want without repercussion. I you unlocked him. I unlocked him. You can't fucking do it. Like, I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck what industry you're in. I don't give a fuck about uh, what your hobbies are, what your passions are. You can't fucking walk around saying one thing and doing another. All you motherfuckers say, well, don't judge me on my actions. Well, shut the fuck up then. Stop talking and just do. If you don't fucking talk and just do, People will be like, okay, well, that's that's how that motherfucker move. That's how you move. But once you start yeah. talking about what the fuck you don't want and then go do some other shit, now it's like, man, what the, shut the fuck up. Like That's that, when you start looking stupid. That's right when you start looking there. stupid. That's when you start looking fucking dumb. It, it is a surprise to anybody that fucking, what the fuck is this motherfucker's name? Uh, Megan? Uh, Harry? What the fuck? Uh, whatever. The, me, the, the Meagles? The Megans. Like, that's... The, the, the Migos. Like, that's when... <laughs> That's like that. The reason why they shit fell off so hard and why they've gone so fucking quiet is because you come out talking about all this fuck shit and what you do want, what you don't want, and then you start you start moving away, and people are like, well, hold on, that's not that's not what you said. Like, hold up, fuck going on around here? They look crazy in the media. Anytime I see them now, I look at them like some tabloid shit, and that's it. Whew. Anyway, well, yeah, man. I love when I can unlock that passion in Marcus. This is crazy. You know what's <laughs> Absolutely. You no, know, I was wondering, this has got nothing to do with nothing. And this is kind of like something that was just like in my head the other day. Do you think that Catherine Zeta Jones 
is mad that Michael Douglas is still alive? Why would she? <laughs> You're right. This is random. <laughs> the entrapment chick and in oceans, the lesser oceans. What, was, why would I she was, be mad he's still alive? I was watching, uh, like I just turned on TV and Ant Man was on, right? And so he's in there being the dad and shit, right? And uh, shit, where's she been at? I just thought of. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> and I was like, I remember watching the fucking Tonight Show when I was in high school. And Michael Douglas came out saying he had stage four cancer. It was a really, st- it was a sad moment. They they were married already, right? It was a sad moment, and you know it was kind of like, yeah. So I'm just trying to do what I can do while I'm here, and et cetera, et cetera. And now this nigga's in Marvel movies. So I like, I wonder if like, if she was like, you know what? He wants to get married right now. Let's get married. I know he's fucking forty years older than me, but let's get married. And this probably won't. It's probably his, you know, his last little hoorah here. This last, this next like four or five years. Yeah. And now his uh, niggas, he's in Marvel movies. And she's on Prodigal Son. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, does she feel like nigga? You supposed to be dead? Like you supposed to die? Like yeah, she's she's on some TV series that I never heard of, honestly. Uh, but it's to know where she came from. Catherine Zeta Jones was. Like in that Julia Roberts category. Oh, she was. Oh, she was the one. She she She, she was supposed to be. She was supposed to be the one. She was supposed to be the next sex symbol. Fucking. That's why it was so weird when she got with Michael Douglas. Because it was like, hold on a second. You get you get with like one of the older statesmen of Hollywood. That's weird. I think I think that was a power play that didn't go in her favor because. Them Douglases, that's like that's that old Hollywood money. His dad's still alive too, isn't it? His dad's like hundred and two. No, he, he just he just passed recently. Did he? Like I think he passed like this year. He might have. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. So that's old Hollywood money. That's the type of connections where they could probably make a phone call and nobody will ever call you again. Type of shit. True. That might have been what happened. They're like that pussy gave you throat cancer, nigga. Like that she done, son. Like, Bruh. Yeah. So that that might have she... been. Like he's still alive. He's still like run. This nigga is in Ant Man's. Yeah, and I haven't seen her pop up in the MCU yet. She'd be some. They call Angelina Jolie. They call sure her. Did Ooh. yeah. I, I feel the way. I just realized Selma Hayek was in that trailer. Yeah, she in there too. She well, there she too. she she's damn, and she's like like she's narrating the trailer, which I didn't catch the first time I heard it. But I was like, oh, the, shit. we're talking about the Eternals, y'all. Yeah, the yeah sorry, the Eternals, the Eternals, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that's an interesting. That nigga, that nigga Michael Douglas is eternal. That nigga is is around, dog. He really is. I'm like from Basic Instinct to a Marvel hero. He's supposed yeah. to be dead, bro. This nigga has stage four cancer. Stop saying he's supposed to be dead. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he is supposed to be like. Dog, come on, man. He's supposed to be. People dead. was fucking crying and shit about this dude about to die. Then they, then they who died? Michael Jackson died. Prince died. Fucking um, that nigga from the Green Mile died. Fucking who else? A whole bunch of people. Eartha Kitt. A Kent. whole bunch of people. Is she still yeah. alive? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not looking at her. Okay, I'm not. I'm, look, look, um, she's not dead. We don't want to kill her either. So let's Eartha Kitt. Long live Eartha. Well, shit. Yeah, don't say that. Look, you might be getting these Marcus darlings from beyond the grave, and oh, you don't know. That'd be, that'd be so you might. Yeah, you need to look that up. So. Uh, let's do one more and close out. Uh, Kevin Samuels okay. apparently has a petition out uh, where people are trying to cancel him. She died. No way. Okay, she gone. Damn, she been going a long fucking time. 
Nobody know this man. I feel like I feel like I I don't I didn't know that. Anyway, so yes, um, rest in peace, Earth. Uh, she's like I've been up here a long time, darling. Fuck you, Earth um, and Gerald. Up <clears throat> there chilling. Uh, yeah, there's a petition out right now to cancel Kevin Samuels. I'm yeah. laughing as I'm saying it because it's laughable. It's 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 something for sure. How do you cancel somebody you don't have to fucking follow? That makes no sense to me. I I get it if he was like some predator or whatever, but I'm seeing people try to spin this to he needs to be canceled because he's inciting violence against women. I don't understand that. That's a reach out of this world to me. Um, He ain't up there telling nobody to beat nobody. He's not saying, oh, she ain't cute, so whoop her when she come home. Yeah, like He's just being brutally honest and entertaining to his group of followers yep which is the same thing that Derek jackson was doing and y'all was on board with him until he fucked around and then still got on board with him yeah he's just doing it in a different vein he's doing it on the negative side of the battery that's all he's doing Mm -hmm. so what do you mean cancel him this shit is ridiculous i mean um i guess they just (sighs) women just can't take it dog and that's what it is. Like women cannot take it. There is one man. There's just one. I mean, it's not, it's not, there aren't a hundred voices. There's one man talking that shit on the internet. He ain't got no crew. Like it's, I mean, he might now, but the thing got a suit on candles, lit laptop, microphone, women calling in to him. To have these conversations. That part's very important. Women cannot fucking take it. And like we talked about the shit before, these daytime shows, these women, panels of women talking about shit. And we talk about how much we don't like those shows. Now we we haven't talked about it here, but we've talked about it personally, right? Do you watch that shit? No. I don't either. I don't. The I, only time I ever see Kevin Samuels is on a female's news feed. I swear to God. It is it, always a female yes. that hates him sending his stuff to everybody else that didn't know who he was before. I don't send you shit from the true or no, the talk. I, I haven't seen the, you. Not one. Not one. Not a nan. Ever. Never, ever. Ever, <laughs> ever in history. Ever in history. <laughs> so thank y'all. So uh, it's it's so weird to me that it is this one person, and I feel like what 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 they're mad about is women. That's what I'm talking about. Just to be clear, what they're mad about is um, the fact that there are so many men that are like, no, nah, like for real. He, what he's telling you is the shit that we don't tell y'all because. We're not, when we have these conversations with you, we're not having these conversations with you personally because it's not for for fucking entertainment value. Yeah. What he is doing is for entertainment value. Now, that doesn't negate the fact that he's right a lot. But the way his delivery is for entertainment value. So the fact that y'all are so mad at 
the guys, because I mean, I've seen women say that, oh, if you like Kevin Samuels, you gay, he gay, all y'all gay, whatever, whatever. If I if I if I see a guy, or if I'm talking to a guy and we talk about Kevin Samuels, and if he thinks Kevin Samuels has a point about anything, I'm not gonna talk to him. That's a wrap. That's over. Blah blah blah. But then they'll go have gay male friends that they love to death, and that to, like women women love gay dudes. So whenever I hear a woman bash Kevin Samuels because I can't believe y'all listen to him, he gay, I'm like, you already lost the argument. I know y'all love gay men. Like, gay men is cool as fuck to women. So you're not mad at anything he's wearing or how he looks. You're mad at what he said. Do you know what Kevin Samuels skips? He skips the filter. That's what it is. That's all it is. He skips the filter of... uh, Let me tell y'all, ladies, get your pins out. (laughs) So dudes all have like certain female friends that they get to the point where they're like, I just got to tell her what's up. Yeah. I got to be honest with her. There are women that are on the cusp of getting that guy, that friend that will be honest with them. Do you know what that guy does before he's honest with you? He hits up another close male friend of his and goes, dog, uh, I want to tell her this shit so bad, man. Yeah, and we're like, what's going on? And man, she over here messing with this dude, and this dude is doing ABC, and I'm telling her that yep. that equals one, two, three. But yep. I'm trying to be subtle about it because she ain't gonna get it if I just give her the real of mm-hmm. how dudes operate, and she ain't ready to receive that information. Yep. So these women call into Kevin Samuels because they know that, and they want to skip the filter. And when they get the filter skipped, it don't sound nice. Because women are built on emotions instead of logic. So they want it to sound nice. They want it to sound good to their ears, no matter how bad the information is. Kevin don't give a fuck about that. At all. And because of that, oh, you know, he's inciting violence. He's doing this. He's doing that. Stop it. Stop it. He keeping it real with you without you having to wait for me to figure out how to tell your ass. For sure. And I'm not saying that to say I agree with everything he said. I absolutely don't. But the, the clips that y'all share are always the worst of the stuff that he says. Oh, yeah, because it has to be that. It has to be the worst things. And even in the worst things he says, a lot there's a lot of honesty in what he's saying. Um, but unfortunately, he does do like the... You like you play running back for whoever. You built like a running back or whatever. Like, yes, those things are entertainment value, but they are mean. Back to what you're saying about, you know, women calling in. The reason why there's no filter with what he says... Is because Kevin Samuels isn't trying to fuck you. He doesn't have a relationship with you. You're calling in. You're getting this information based off of an impersonal relationship. You're calling into a show that's that. It's like getting mad for calling. It's like getting mad for going on the Jerry Springer and then the shit getting fucking crazy. You yeah. know where Jerry Springer is. Okay, you know where you at? You know, you know where, where you at. at? You know where you at? You know where you called into, right? So you call on the fucking Kevin Samuels. Women get fucking pissed off because he didn't have a filter because he's trying to give you game. He's not trying to fuck you. Now, on the other hand, Derek Jackson, he was telling you everything you want to hear and was lying to you. Because he, he had, wanted to fuck you. He had, he had a whole wife and was fucking y'all. He was fucking his fucking fans. Y'all didn't even know he had a fucking wife. 
This nigga been on the internet for fucking 10 years, 15 years. <laughs> giving, giving relationship advice to fucking single people. <laughs> while being married and you motherfuckers didn't even notice it like i i thought this is this is this is the shit that with women that shit fucking throw me off and i'm not gonna go off to a change because i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna say okay but the shit that throw me off is the fact that this nigga lied y'all broke up with motherfuckers yeah because of shit that he was saying y'all fucking had arguments with motherfuckers and tried to make people look y'all try to make dudes look fucking crazy based off of the shit he was saying that's they made real life decisions. Real of life decisions they heard. based off a of fucking lying ass, cheating ass nigga, and didn't backtrack and go and apologize. Like what well, I said before, hey, go back that nigga you broke up with, suck his dick, say I'm sorry because you fucked that up. Be accountable because you fucking left a good situation <laughs> because of some some internet nigga. But you're mad at Kevin Samuels because he gives it to you real, like. The way, like, I think, I think you could tell, and I'm not talking. I mean, I just, I think just, just in, in, in real life, in real life, I think if you're a woman and you have some kind of dealings with a man, you can tell by the way he's talking to you whether he wants to fuck you or not. If you got a homeboy of yours, that's like, yo, you being dumb as fuck. Like, I don't even know why are you doing that. That's just fucking stupid. Like, you got all the answers and you still failing the test. Get the fuck out. Like, get. He's not, yeah. he's giving you that real shit and he, and he's not going to sugarcoat it because he's not trying to fuck you. But who do you run to? Oh girl. Hey, what's up queen? No queen. That's his fault. I can't believe he's trying to fuck you. <laughs> Repeatedly. He's Bro. like that nigga, man. You know what, man? Fuck Kevin Samuels, man. He fucking loud mouth ass, uh, self hating ass gay ass. That nigga that's calling this dude all these names. That nigga that's fucking telling you everything you want to hear, how you're always right. He agree with everything Kevin Samuels is saying. <laughs> but he wants to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, uh, he had a Kevin Samuels shower curtain in his house. He oh, know, yeah. oh, he yeah. know, he like, yo, this dude's speaking the truth, but I can't tell her that. I can't tell her that. I'm trying to beat. There just, is extra. Just y'all. Y'all, as much as women, like y'all, I know y'all love y'all yourselves, y'all love your vaginas. The power that y'all have, if a dude don't want it, he like fucking Bruce Leroy with the golden glow. Oh, yeah. He he is the most powerful man in the room when he don't want that ass. Yeah. And I know a lot of y'all feel the same way. Like, y'all, I don't want all these dicks. There's one you do want, and you'll be weak for it. Mm. But y'all assume every dude wants you. So as soon as there's one in the room that doesn't, he's the guy that y'all call an asshole. He's the guy that y'all are like, he don't know how to talk to people. His delivery might be a little off, but you know why? He can talk to you like he talked to his boys, how he talked to other female friends of his. He is free. Hi. (laughs) Hello. That's me. (laughs) I think they figured that out like 30 episodes ago at least. Hopefully. Hopefully. Anyway, man. Anyway. Um, yeah. Thank y'all so much once again for coming back, rocking with us week to week. Yo, I gave out some misinformation last week, and it wasn't my oh, fault. Oh, shit. Uh, no, about uh, about the tickets to the Paul Rodriguez oh. show in September. 
they the ticket sales don't start until the first of august the promos are out mm. but you can't buy tickets until the first of august so when they come out scoop those up come rock with me featuring for paul rodriguez one of the biggest in the, in the game at the time y'all are going to love this show and it's not just access to my show you get to see the entire comedy competition for the whole weekend nice 40 top comics competing for ten thousand dollars i am not in that competition because oh. i'm above that competition on this hey they, they put me in the feature spot because i already won one of those competitions I'm not bragging. I'm telling you what the fuck happened. Can, so, you drop, can you drop back down and be like, no, let me go back over here. And let, me, let me get this bread. Shit, I low-key wanted to. So check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, hey, it's hard to say. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah, I, I'm in that upper bracket. I can't be mad at that. Please come through and support this show. It is a very, very big deal. It will sell out. And it will sell out fast. So don't wait to the last minute to get those tickets. But I love yeah. y'all regardless. Thank you for rocking with us week to week. Marcus, take us up out of here, man. And uh, come and support this show. Yeah, do that shit, too. Tell somebody. <laughs> God damn it. In person. In person. Play the shit while you're in the car for no reason. Like, who are these guys? You know. Yeah, oh, do that. We didn't get to it today. I was going to get to it. We got longer. Some things happens. Sorry. This is a very organic uh, podcast but next week I promise halfway promise um, we will start the story that I've been kind of holding out on uh, called the heel turn part one um, this is very near and dear, dear to my my heart and my home so please mm. hope you <laughs> enjoy it I can't wait. Oh, man. So, man, yes, I can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be a weekly kind of thing that we'll take a deep dive into. Um, got to gotta give it, you know, itty-bitty bites. Make it edible. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening to the Illegal Opinions Podcast. The podcast for people that don't like podcasts. Coming to you every goddamn Sunday on your favorite streaming service. Thank you guys for listening. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, be safe. Show love. Peace.